You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number four. In this episode, I share with you how doing 100 webinars in 1100 days transformed my life and business. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Somba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time, but you can get there faster with the right strategies. I share with you proven strategies on how to build a profitable online business from your passion. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In this fourth episode, I talk about how I finally found a way to connect with my audience, grow my list, and build my business with webinars, and how it has changed my life. Download my ultimate webinar checklist for free and the show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash four. I never planned on doing 100 webinars in 1100 days or 90 webinars in 30 months or 80 webinars in two years. It just started with one webinar. Like so many other online entrepreneurs, I was looking for a way to connect with my audience and build my list. And I tried different ways to do that. And it wasn't until I stumbled onto webinars that I found my thing. I want to share with you how I found my thing and how this thing, webinars, has literally changed my life and business. So when I started, finally, on my online entrepreneur journey, then I started creating my first freebie. We all need a freebie. We know that. And... I was looking for something that really was unique for me. And I had noticed that my Facebook page wasn't getting much traction. Now, this might be, seem very relevant now, but three years ago, yeah, this was also the case. It was so much easier to get traction back then, but I was doing something wrong. I was not posting much, right? And I was also not posting very engaging things. And I came across a benchmarking tool where I could actually see how others were posting to their Facebook pages and how I could simulate or emulate, not copy, but learn from others. So the variations of posts, you know, like a text post, video, image, quote, status update. And I started to do some of these things and I went up to posting four to six times a day. And within three weeks, my engagement went through the roof, from nothing and through the roof. Wow. And I had figured out by then that online entrepreneurship is a lot about teaching what you do, especially if you're a business coach or a marketing coach. Then you do something and you see if it works. And if it works, then you can teach it to others because you only need to be one or two steps ahead of your ideal client. So I decided this was a fantastic freebie idea. I announced it on Facebook 
before I had created anything and I created a three-part video series where I showed people how I went from literally no engagement on my Facebook page to going to 100% engagement according to this benchmark tool. Now I know there's a lot of different benchmark tools and maybe I would have ranked differently in another tool, but that was not the point. I used one tool to compare and I had the before and after verdict and it was really going well. 70 people signed up for this freebie. This was before I did Facebook ads or anything like that. This was quite organic. I posted on my page. Well, that didn't have much engagement, right? Private profile in a couple of groups. So 70 people signed up within seven days. I was so happy. This was my very first freebie. And then it dawned on me as I created all of this and created the videos that by advertising this further, people would get to know me as the Facebook expert. And I did not want to be known as the Facebook expert. So, hmm, I had to rethink this strategy a little bit and I put the freebie away. So I never advertised it after I created it. You might think, oh, that was a waste of time. But you know, everything you do as an online entrepreneur, we try things out. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. So I don't think this as a mistake or failure. It was just a part of my journey. I needed to do this to see that I could create something very fast. I could attract people to my list. I could connect with my audience. And I had also increased engagement on my Facebook page. So a total win-win for me, except it wasn't the ideal freebie. I was not going to be a Facebook expert and I was not going to enjoy creating more content like this. So I had to go back to the drawing board and I was creating a course, Passionathon, and I was always planning to have it as a paid course, but I also did the same strategy. I announced it for free and 134 people signed up. Wow, I had created another freebie, except this time it just was never planned to be a freebie. I ran it for free the first time, like you should do with any beta course you create. And then I changed it into a paid course. So yes, it was great for my list building efforts for a short while. But no, now I had a paid course, so I still needed that freebie. I created the seven steps to find your passion as a three-part video series. I still have that running today on passionathon.com, but I was still looking for that freebie that attracted my ideal client who already had a business and wanted to grow their business. And I wasn't sure exactly what that was. So I was hanging around in groups and I remember looking back at that time, sometimes at the end of the day, I thought, wow, I really spent so much time in all this Facebook group. Am I not just wasting my time? But now I don't see it as time wasters at all. I was doing research. Now you couldn't do it more intentionally. Sometimes I did really feel like I was wasting my time. And I think this is one of the problems I see in Facebook groups today is that people spend way too much in them. But at this time, I didn't have a proper business. So that was time well spent seeing what people were asking about. What are they really doing in all these Facebook groups? And what are all their questions about? And from there, it hit me. People had a lot of questions around online technology. And as a very tech-savvy person who also has a master's degree in computer science, I thought to myself, 
I need to start there. I don't know exactly how to reach out to my ideal client and talk about mindset, strategy, and business development. For now, I'm going to focus on teaching them everything around online technology. So webinars became the obvious choice because you can teach people live how to do something. You can share your screen. So I got the idea to do my first webinar with Canva. Or actually, I have to correct that. That wasn't really my first webinar. My very first webinar was February 17th, 2014. You see, I know the exact date. I was going to do a webinar on the topic of the passion, finding your passion and the right business idea. I had 17 people signed up. Was it February 17 or 17 people? I think it was both. Kind of synchronicity there. And I did not advertise this a lot because this was my very first webinar and I wanted to kind of have that space. I was a little bit, you know, scared doing my first webinar. I had no idea how this whole technology worked out. And then Google crashed. We're talking about this big company, Google. It was everything. It was the email, it was the Google Drive, and it was the Hangout. I was using Google Hangout and I couldn't go live. And I noticed this one hour before my webinars were supposed to start and I had no idea how to reach out to the people who had signed up because I had not used this webinar software before, so I didn't know what to do. So anyway, they were not angry or upset at me. Everybody understood. I was trying things out and this was my mistake. Well, not to know how to contact people, but everybody understood. Well, the webinar tool crashed. And I got so upset that I asked for a refund for the webinar software, although they had nothing to do with the Google Hangout being unreachable. But I thought to myself, hmm, this webinar thing is not for me. And you see what I did there? One mistake and I gave up. That's not really like me. So this webinar idea came back to me again and again. And finally, July 3rd, 2014, I decided to sign up again and do my officially first public and live webinar. And it was on Canva. I announced it on my page, which by then had engagement, obviously, because I had done my job on my private profile in a few groups while that was still allowed. And I did my very first webinar. 67 people signed up and it was amazing. I was nervous for sure. It was weird to look at myself and not be able to talk to anyone or just through the chat, but I really felt like I had found my thing. If there's anything I want you to take away from this episode is to find your thing to connect with your audience and build your list. And it may not be webinars. It may be something else. Now we have Facebook Live. You know, three years ago, we didn't have Facebook Lives and webinar was my thing. So I went on holiday and I came back. So two weeks later, I had received loads of emails, people asking for the replay of the Canva webinar, whether I was going to repeat it. And I realized, hmm, this is valuable information. I'm not going to just send people the replay. I'm going to do this again. So I did the second webinar and I think I had about 74 signups and it went really well again. And I thought to myself, wow. This is really my thing. And I want to do this again and again and again. 
I announced without really thinking it through weekly webinars. So from that second webinar, I started to do weekly webinars and I did weekly webinars for about a year. And then I started to split them up a bit and maybe there was a week uh, in between webinars. So overall, I did about 80 webinars in two years. And I went in the first webinars, it was all about online technology, you know, Canva, MailChimp, Facebook ads, Facebook pages, lead pages, all the different tools that everyone was asking about and thought they needed help with. But I realized, like so many others before me, that Honestly, technology and all those tools and tactics is only a small percentage of our success. What's much more crucial is mindset, the right strategy, and having a vision of where you want to go. So I started to shift my webinar topics towards this direction. And many of my webinars have been about those topics more than the online technology. I always go back to Facebook ads from time to time because that's very popular. Uh, but really, I spent mostly on strategy, mindset, finding your passion and having the right business idea, plus knowing how to scale and grow your business. So there was never this grand plan of doing 100 webinars. But as I reached webinar 80 in two years, I noticed that my enthusiasm doing more webinars wasn't really there anymore. But the number 80 is such a weird number to stop. So I told myself, Sigrun, you are going to do 100 webinars because then you have a story to tell and you have some conclusion out of this. Of course, you have a conclusion from 80 webinars, but you know it's often good to have a round number and finish something with the intention of finishing and not just like, okay, now I've reached eight webinars, let me stop. No, I set myself the goal of 100 webinars. It took me actually a long time to get to 100 because webinars weren't just not my priority anymore. I had built my list. It was an amazing list growth, especially in the beginning, where it was fairly cheap to advertise with Facebook ads and get people on your webinar. For the first webinars, I didn't even ha know how to do Facebook ads. As I learned that for webinar number three, I was able to add about 100 people to my list every week with every new webinar. So my webinars became a twofold strategy. On one hand, it was list building to attract new people to my list. But on the other hand, I noticed that the same people were signing up again and again. So it became a nurturing tool for me. And I think that's exactly what people like about Facebook Live and podcasts and many other tools. It's list building, yes, but also a lot about nurturing your community and connecting with your audience. So I noticed that this was going well for me, but at some point there was a bit of a plateau. I found it more and more difficult to get people to sign up as more people did webinars. It was more difficult to cut through the noise. Now, people knew about my wonderful webinars and how much they could learn from them. So I always got a lot of signups, but I just felt this. And when you feel that your business is hitting a plateau or you notice even a decline in something you're doing, we need to act on it. And I d said to myself, I think this phase of doing weekly webinars, or even if I was down to bi-weekly webinars, it's kind of run its course for me. It's becoming 
too saturated the market with webinars. Webinars have a little bit of a bad reputation as well. So even if people know that my webinars are good, it was still getting increasingly difficult. Uh, the attendance rate was going down and the uh, Facebook ad cost was going up. It was going up from 50 cent in the beginning to three and five and six dollars or even I've heard even higher numbers. And I thought to myself, that's not the best use of my time right now. And I need to make the webinars also something special that I don't do every week. I do it only on special occasions so I can actually use it to launch program or do something special. So I launched this podcast with a webinar because I still see webinars are one of the best ways to get an audience together live, announce something, maybe give away prizes or launch a program. It's still the best way to sell a program as well. So it's not about stopping doing webinars. It just ran its course for me. But I want to tell about the amazing opportunities webinars have done for me. And I think Facebook Live can do the equivalent for you today. So I had been doing webinars weekly, as I said, in the first 12 months after I decided to do webinars. And as I was growing my list, I also launched for the first time. So I had hundreds of people joining that webinar. And in my launch phase, I offered people a free online business strategy session. And one of the people who picked me up on this online business strategy sessions was a woman who was sitting on the board for TEDx Women Zurich. I had no idea she was sitting on the board. So I helped her for 20, 30 minutes with her business. And then she told me afterwards, oh, can I have a few more minutes of your time? I would like to ask you something. And I said, sure. Would you like to speak at TEDx Women? And I was like, what? Yeah. I have been watching your webinars and you have been telling your story in these webinars and I'm fascinated. I think you would be an ideal candidate for TEDx women. Wow. Just from doing webinars, my thing, to build my list and connect with my audience, I was invited to speak at TEDx. From that point, I was invited to speak at other conferences as well, one of them being the largest marketing conference in Switzerland. So from there, it took on. I have also been interviewed on numerous podcasts and other webinars as a result of doing webinars. So people seeing me and hearing my story, I was able to build that connection that created new opportunities for me. And I think today Facebook Live or anything you do, when you find your thing, can really change your life and business. As a result, I built my business from zero to six figures in 12 months. And since then, I've doubled the revenue of my business every year. And now my husband is retired. He's helping me a little bit out of my business. But this is all a result of me finding my thing. Now, did I need to do 100 webinars in 1100 days? Yeah, for me, it was a goal that I needed to achieve. I could have also stopped at 80. That was not the point. But as I was going into this podcast journey, I decided that I needed a goal like that again so I could again change my life and business. So I'm doing 100 podcast episodes in 100 days. Yes, it's a bit crazy, but I truly believe you have to do something different to cut through the noise today. It was easy to start with webinars three years ago, 
And it was probably easy to start with podcast three years ago as well. But when you're starting something new today, the market is more saturated and you have to do something different. So if there's anything I want you to walk away with is to find your thing, but also do it more frequently or cover deeper subjects than the competition. The only way to cut to the noise today is that you find something you really enjoy doing. And I am loving doing these podcast episodes. I thought I always needed to be on camera, like with my webinars and Facebook lives, but this is a wonderful tool as well. And I just want to encourage you, find your thing and do it 100 times, once a week at least, or daily like I'm doing this podcast. And then you will change your life and business. Building a profitable online business takes time, but you can get there faster with the right strategies. Download my ultimate webinar checklist for free and get the show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash four. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes so more people can enjoy the show. See you in the next episode.